This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the fifth Sunday of Lent, the 21st of March. You may recall this time last year, the image of a solitary Pope Francis standing in the rain in St. Peter's Square, praying before a crucifix for an end to the pandemic. The crucifix that was brought to the square for that prayer vigil is a famous image which is normally housed and venerated in the Church of San Marcello al Corso in the city of Rome. Having survived a fire that destroyed the church in 1519, the crucifix was popularly believed to possess intercessory powers. During an epidemic of plague in 1522, the crucifix was carried in a procession through the streets of Rome, and according to popular belief at the time, the procession caused the plague to leave the neighbourhoods through which the crucifix passed, and eventually it died out in Rome. It's a powerful image, which at the time seemed to express perfectly the anguish of how the world was feeling. When someone comes into this or any other church and sees a similar image of the crucified one, it might appear as a strange and terrible sight. But it's one that we are familiar with and maybe take for granted. Although in the last two weeks of Lent you can't see the crucifix because it's veiled in purple to emphasise the sombre atmosphere of this time, but also to remind us by hiding these images that Jesus in his passion hid his glory as God, especially as he hung upon the cross. In this life, the first and the last symbol that is placed upon our bodies is the cross, and it is traced upon us at those two moments when, humanly speaking, we are most fragile, which is soon after our birth at baptism and as we are departing this life. The Christian bears the mark of the cross through every event of life on earth to show that the call to follow Christ is a call to participate with him in his very own destiny. And that destiny is to bring about our salvation by the way of the cross. By an amazing irony, God chose to undo the calamity of the sin of our first parents by using a tree. Both events centred on a tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which Adam and Eve had been forbidden to partake of. And on Calvary, again, a tree is the focus, this time the tree of the cross, the sign by which Christ would draw all mankind to himself and which would become the true tree of life. On some old crucifixes, you often see a skull and cross bones at the base of the cross, which was an ancient belief that Calvary was the site where Adam was buried. The cross erected on that same site was a sign of new hope and life brought by his death on the wood of the cross. As the hymn for this passion tide recalls, blessed tree whose happy branches bore the wealth that did the world restore. St Thomas Aquinas says that if you want to see the perfect exemplification of blessedness, then look at Christ crucified. And he explained it as follows. If you want beatitude, blessedness, despise what Christ despised on the cross and loved what he loved on the cross. What did he despise on the cross but the four classical addictions, wealth, power, pleasure and honour. On the cross, Jesus was stripped of all of that 
and despised all of that. What Jesus loved on the cross was the will of his Father. And it's precisely his detachment from those four great temptations that enabled him to walk the walk. When we suffer, when we find ourselves on the cross, we're there with Jesus and we identify with him intimately. And painful as it is when our loved ones suffer and die, we are never so like Christ and close to him as at those moments. And though it is supremely paradoxical to say so, the crucified Jesus is the man of beatitude, a truly happy, blessed man. I think we've all seen that in persons that we've known and loved who have a deep faith, how they embrace the cross cheerfully and with optimism, believing that through the cross comes victory. We often hear people say, perhaps we've said it, why do I deserve this? Why me? How can God let this suffering happen? When we make the sign of the cross, when we follow the way of the cross, we can perhaps imagine our Lord saying the same thing. What did I do to deserve this? There is not, nor has there been, nor ever will be any greater tragedy in the world than that God suffered and died in the flesh for your sins and mine. We can only try to comprehend those words of St. Paul, far be it from me to glory, except in the cross of Jesus Christ, by which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. And Mary had a very central role in the passion of Jesus because she is the mother of the Redeemer. She provided the comfort and solace that only a mother can bring to her child. And she assists us too in our moments of suffering and every day during our life on earth. If we but look at her and go to her for motherly assistance. Let us pray. By your help, we beseech you, Lord our God, may we walk eagerly in that same charity with which, out of love for the world, your Son handed himself over to death through Christ our Lord. Amen.